Hello and welcome to Cosmos Science Daily, where journalists at the Cosmos Newsroom report on the latest research and discoveries and explain the science behind the headline news. Today's newsroom journalist and evolutionary biologist, Kamaria Nasrula, is talking to us about science and chocolate with yours truly, Dr. Sophie Calabretto, applied mathematician and fluid mechanist who can consume a terrifying amount of chocolate in one sitting. So chocolate has been around for thousands of years. While it's hard to imagine how chocolate could get much better, chocolate makers are still experimenting with ways to make new types and flavours. Now, a new way of processing cocoa beans has been published in the Journal of Agricultural Food. Now, a new way of processing cocoa beans has been published in the Journal of Agricultural and Food Chemistry. Can science improve our favourite food? Okay, Kamaria, we are talking about chocolate today. I am so excited. Let's start from the beginning, though. Where does chocolate come from? So cocoa beans, which are actually a seed, uh, come from a tree, Theobroma cacao, which means in Greek, the food of the gods, fittingly. Uh, So cocoa beans are harvested and then they're traditionally covered in banana leaves and left to ferment. That's the first step. So I actually did a a project on chocolate in primary school and I remember the banana leaf fermentation, but I remember literally nothing else after that. What comes next? So in the banana leaf fermentation process, uh, there are naturally occurring microbes that help degrade the pulp and they get hot and ooze out acids. And this biochemical process helps reduce the bitterness and astringency. Uh, So astringency is that kind of raw banana peel taste um, and helps develop the nice flavours and aromas that we enjoy in modern chocolate. As you can imagine, the fermentation process takes several days and can be difficult to control because the microbes just kind of do what they want. Right. And so how do we actually make the chocolate that I would eat? So to make the chocolate, these fermented beans are then roasted, they're dehusked or winnowed, and milled into a cocoa paste. It's already sounding delicious. <laughs> the paste is then pressed and separated into cocoa butter, which is one of the key chocolate ingredients, mm-hmm. and defatted cocoa paste. So this defatted cocoa paste then gets further pulverized and that's what becomes cocoa powder. Okay, so I'm very interested. I love dark chocolate, but I also believe that white chocolate is a sin against the chocolate gods. Can you tell us a little bit about the different types of chocolate? Dark chocolate is like the purest type of chocolate and it's cocoa butter, cocoa powder with sugar added. Milk chocolate is similar but has milk products added, so that's why it becomes milk chocolate. And yes, white chocolate is a sin against the chocolate gods. It's like milk chocolate, but it has no cocoa powder. So that's why it's just kind of a buttery colour. And has no cocoa powder in it at all. Oh, my gosh. So when they talk about the different percentages in dark chocolate, what do they mean by that? So, yes, when you're in the supermarket looking at different percentages of chocolate and which ones you would like to eat that day, Uh, If it says 85%, it means that it's got 85% cacao products. So that's the cocoa butter and the cocoa powder. And then the rest of the 15% is just some kind of filler. So like sugar mostly and maybe vanilla, some other flavors. Okay. So another question. I went to a fancy bakery the other day and there were spruiking ruby chocolate cakes. What is ruby chocolate? Yeah, so there's actually a fourth kind of chocolate called ruby chocolate. I think it came out in about the 70s, but it might have been around even longer. And it's similarly like white chocolate, so it doesn't have cocoa powder. 
but it's using unfermented cocoa beans. So cocoa beans are actually quite colourful. They're uh, pinkish. The skin's a pink kind of colour. So by using unfermented cocoa beans, they keep this uh, pinkish hue. And so the the chocolate comes out this beautiful pinky, ruby, delicious colour. Oh, wow. Okay, so we've covered the chocolate. What has science done to make chocolate better? Yeah, so how can chocolate get any better? I don't know, but they're doing it. So uh, food scientists have developed a a new non-microbial approach to fermentation, and they call it moist incubation, which is a pretty gross term, pretty gross name. So using unfermented dried cocoa nibs, they rehydrate them in an acidic solution. So that's the moistening part. And then they heat them for 72 hours at about 45 degrees before being re-dried. So that's the incubation part. So it's kind of mimicking that natural fermentation process, but it's a lot more controlled and consistent. And most importantly, Camarillo, what does it actually taste like? So to make sure that this chocolate was as delicious, if not better, than normal chocolate, they got a group of sensory panellists to come and test chocolate bars. They were made out of the traditional ferment, the moist incubation and the unfermented beans. And they found that the moist incubated chocolate have higher intensities of fruity, flowery, malty and caramel notes. And the bars made from the traditional fermented beans have higher roasted notes. Okay, so this sounds delicious. But did they do any sciencey stuff or just make chocolate? Yes, Sophie. So they used a gas chromatography olfactometry, which is separating out the single aroma compounds, and then gas chromatography mass spectrometry, which is to measure the levels of these separate chemical compounds. And they were able to confirm that there were more of these multi and floral compounds and less of these roasty compounds in the moist incubated chocolate. The moist incubated chocolate also had the highest rating for sweet tasting. Okay, so what have we learned from all this? So this new process shows how just changing the fermentation of the beans gives different flavours. And so chocolate makers can really experiment with making new chocolate aromas. Um, It's kind of like experimenting with beer or wine making and so the moist incubation process also means fermentation can be done more quickly and in a more controlled way. Also the moist incubation chocolate is sweeter tasting naturally so hopefully less sugar is needed in this chocolate so possibly it will make chocolate more healthy. Okay so this all sounds like amazing news to me we're making chocolate in a more controlled way it's faster and it's probably better for me what a day thank you so much Camaria and thank you to everyone for listening be sure to keep an ear out for our next installment of Cosmos Science Daily this podcast was brought to you by Cosmos a publication of the Royal Institution of Australia wondered how old the earth is and how we know or exactly how popping candy works from listener and cosmos magazine comes huh science explained a weekly podcast where we answer all of life's questions big and small no lab coats required and we'll do it in 10 minutes or less search huh science explained download the listener app now and listen for free listener